There we go. Cool. God, uh... Yeah, I can't believe me. I'm, I'm only just gonna leave the meeting. Old. I'm not not uh, I didn't approve this recording. I'm just gonna leave. Yeah. The <laughs> You're like actually no, I'm not. I do not consent to this. Hearing from my lawyer. Yeah. <laughs> Drink beer. It's good for you. I'm empty handed and I'm filled blue and I'm gonna drink. Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to episode number 59 of Domestic Pints Only, a podcast about beer and friendship. My name is John. Joining me, as always, are my co-host, Tom. Hey, how's it going today? And back again, special guest, two-time guest at this point. Uh, You might remember him from our Ottawa Craft episode. We did a bunch there. Say hello again to Dan. Welcome back onto the program. Hey, thanks again for having me. Pleasure to be here. Anytime. And today is a fun one. We are doing a brewery spotlight. So today um, we've done a bunch of different brewery spotlights. So again, check our old episodes. We've done ones in Edmonton, Calgary, all over the place. We're back here in Ottawa. Uh, Today we're talking a place that's also fond to my heart too. It's uh, Beyond the Pale Brewing Company uh, from Ottawa. They're located currently over by uh, City Center. Um, It's sort of like this big kind of industrial park area. Formerly used to be uh, near my house on Hamilton uh, Street. I don't want to dox myself if I give my address. You know, I'm going to get some deranged fan show up or something. But uh, yeah, they've been around since uh, 2012, uh, founded by a few friends, Shane Clark, Rob McKissick, and uh, Al Clark. Uh, they opened a small shop uh, on Hamilton Street, and that's in Ottawa's Hintonburg neighborhood. Originally, they started off kind of what we were talking about before the program, Tom. They kind of have like a very, it was like a very garage setup where you go in and get growlers. So that was actually really my introduction your to beer and leave yeah and like when i was we were coming up like through university like for me like uh the like craft beer was like mill street like i didn't really drink that much like craft yeah. beer in ottawa but like craft beer I, was like steam whistle <laughs> yeah yeah but like moving when i moved out there and, and I, I went there for the first time shortly after like that was sort of my first entry into craft beer was like oh i can get a growler nice. and I, I my first beer I ever got for them was the darkness so that's one of my favorites and of course Pink Fuzz, which we we mentioned that one on the uh, Ottawa uh, previous Ottawa episode. Um, they started off with those four signature beers, Pink Fuzz, Rye Guy IPA, the Darkness Stout, um, and they've added kind of new beers to the roster. They also do like a cool flash series. So periodically they, they kind of do kind of shortly lived short run beers. <laughs> um, they have one that just um, I just picked up. It's like a dry hopped uh, or it's like a dry Irish stout. They did it last year. It's usually like they do it every like kind of March for St. Patrick's Day. So uh, they do kind of one-offs like that. Um, yeah, they started off there 2016. They moved to their larger tap room space now in city center. And they also now have a, a restaurant. I believe the Smokes Shack operates out of there now too. So if you go there, Ooh, you can get beers nice. and also have barbecue and ribs and stuff. It's it's actually oh, pretty cool. Man. And um, Great pulled pork from there. Yeah, they, they've become kind of like a pretty, I mean, we kind of spent, I won't, I won't go that much further because we talked about them kind of pretty in detail on our, on our Ottawa last episode, but I mean, they've become pretty, a pretty big uh, popular brewery here in Ottawa, um, certainly uh, amongst kind of craft beers within the city, especially like some of their beers like Pink Fuzz. And I would say like one of the beers today, Aromatherapy, they've kind of become like pretty popular signature beers here um, in the city. Widely available. Yeah, you can order this, I think, pretty much all across Ontario. Here in Ottawa, you can, uh, of course, buy them at your local grocery store or the beer stores. You could probably get them around Ottawa at select uh, locations, maybe even like in Toronto. There might be some availability. And uh, yeah, they're also pretty widely on tap at a lot of bars, too. You can get like Pink Fuzz or or uh, Rye Guy or a lot of their beers are usually pretty you get that at the available. airport. 
Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. I think Alex mentioned that he's not on the program yeah. today, but he, uh, he picked up a pink fuzz when he was at the, uh, at Pearson. So, uh, yeah. You like can get uh, to... on draft or in a can on draft on draft. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's yeah, amazing. Pretty, pretty slick. Um, I know Tom, like, oh, I, I think thought you got it at the Yow. Oh, maybe. It, yeah. Oh yeah. Sorry. Yeah. It was, it was at the, yeah. Sorry. Not the Pearson. It was at the, at the good old Yow. Uh, the Yow. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, I, I Tom, like I, I know you, you moved a, a couple of years after they kind of founded. Did you have a chance to ever really go to to beyond the pale? Never, the but I know opened? that this is like this is like by like I remember we used to play pool at the Orange Monkey. Yeah, right around that, spot, that yeah. same area. And now that it clued into me of like we're like oh it's in an industrial area, and I was kind of remembering where. And then I was like oh that's right because I remember we saw the white picket fence. Yeah, exactly. Street view, <laughs> which I it's think really, it's really cool that they do that. I'm like and they incorporate it within their cans. Yeah, there's a. Do we know when they stopped growlers, or like stopped uh, making them? Because that was like a that was kind of like a thing, right? Like an all craft beer, like you could not buy cans of anything anywhere. And then it was like, oh, you have to like, you know, you, I'd have this stockpile of like ten or fifteen growler bottles, and mm-hmm. trying to like, you know, remember where they came from, and so you don't have to like pay another deposit or whatever. It was, yeah. it was actually like it was kind of like. You know, it was a thing, kind of made it a little more uh, like entertaining or make that like, yeah, like a special kind of thing. But then it definitely got kind of annoying <laughs> in all yeah, honesty. No kidding. Um, and once they started rolling it with cans, it made it much more convenient uh, to buy like a flat or whatever. And they, and and you wouldn't have to like drink it. I mean, like all all night or, or whatever you, you know, could, could spread yeah. it out over a couple of days if you wanted to. Yeah, certainly. And I think like uh, Beyond the Pale were kind of one of the last like really big breweries that I know of that were really doing the growlers. Cause like when I started going there, this was like 2015, 2016, like that's all they really had a couple of bottles, a couple of, they started kind of rolling out cans once they started introducing it in LCBOs and stuff. And then I think that was kind of the big kind of point for a lot of these breweries originally was like, we could start getting our beers in beer stores here in LCBOs. We need to have them canned. And uh, yeah, now I think it was a, probably a, within a year or two after they moved. Cause I remember seeing a few, growlers still there but now it looks like they've pretty much just got cans everywhere and um, yeah they're quite convenient it's nice being able to pick up like some of their stouts and stuff again that was sort of off brood so it's nice to have that um, have that available i should also know if you go to their uh their big tap room there they've got a bunch of beers as well too that they don't sell uh cans so i think they've got like um i think they've got like a sour available which i was like that's interesting i didn't realize they made one but oh. they've got a few kind of variants and stuff that i like wasn't really that clued into so um but really nice they have a really nice really nice space there they don't have cans of those like they still sell growlers uh no they they have cans of pretty much everything oh, okay. now, but they've gotcha. uh, they've got a few on tap that they're they don't have don't canned up but uh yeah I, i've been a fan of these guys for a while and uh, i enjoy their beers and these ones that we're featuring today so we're going to be uh going through uh trying out and, and drinking and reviewing uh clean cut inspired by kolsch uh yummy and aromatherapy uh these are probably like some of their most popular beers i'd say now like you go to any beer store lcbo you can usually find uh one of these three beers almost certainly uh sometimes like you get like the pale ale project and a couple of the other ones but these ones are probably some of the more widely available ones now and of course pink fuzz which we which we previously done uh so why don't we uh jump into talking about uh clean cut filtered german inspired by kolsch uh this one is a kind of a really weird looking can. I mean, what I like about I them like is that all, all all their cans are different. Which a lot of a lot of the craft breweries now in Ontario, they're kind of opting now for the sort of 
streamlined style. I heard somewhere that that's actually like a provincial rule, a law. I don't know, but uh, a lot of breweries now. Just like kind cigarette of, packaging, everything has got to look alike. Yeah, like I know, like Bay Rig and a lot of other spots have like redesigned a lot of their cans and, and iconography now. But uh, because I like of that, like a, a legal requirement, I, that's what I heard. I don't know if that actually. I keep bringing that up on the pod. I'm like, yeah, it's a, a law. I think. <laughs> I should probably like do my uh, I think. citations needed. <laughs> as we as like to say, as we put, <laughs> we like to say all our information is purely solely on confidence. <laughs> yeah, I think of that meme where it's like Doctor Manhattan or it's like, do you have a source for it? I made it up. Like that's like uh, that's the way I feel about it. But uh, I am yeah. the source. This one's cool. It's a uh, it's a five percent uh, ABV. It's uh, what's also neat about it too is it's got this the style and it's like this kind of big ribbon that kind of cuts through it red white and blue uh with the nice little white picket fence that's kind of their little staple that they have um and it, it, it looks pretty slick i gotta say like I, I like how they kind of have it all kind of angled all their details like they got all the ingredients listed out um and they have a little slogan just some good clean fun um what do you guys think cool. about it um yeah i love I, I think and it's like such good timing that we're talking about this now uh i think it just screams like outdoor baseball stadium yeah. And even the picket fence against the blue, like if I look at it quickly, it looks like the like laces on a baseball and, yeah, true. or stitches, uh, sorry, I guess laces are on a football and stitches are on a baseball. Oh, that's right. Yeah. It kind of looks I play like sports, that. I swear. Right. Um, but yeah, <laughs> it, it just looks like a crushable summer, easy drinking, oh, yeah. good beer. Cool. Based cool. on solely on just by looking at it. Mm -hmm. Nice. What do you I think, think this kind of reminds me of like, you know, like the barbershop sign with like the blue and white. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah and it like <laughs> spins around at the front. That's what it reminds me of. And I think it kind of plays in with like the, just some clean fun, like from the 50s. Like the barbershop. Yeah, that, that's exactly it. In. I think you nailed it. It's got to be like the, the straight razor, you know, shave and a haircut, yeah. head point or whatever. Yeah, that, that's I that do looks like exactly how it's, how it's like. like cool. Even the barcode looks kind of funny. It looks like a picket fence. I think that looks kind of cool on the side of the can. Oh, yeah. Crafty. Oh, that. Yeah, very good. Independently, I like how it's like independently brewed by Beyond the Pale, and they give their address. I like how it has Bay One Ten, so I definitely know this is an industrial area. <laughs> yeah, they also have a description uh, to make a truly inspired by beer. You have to visit the people who make it the best. After shopping the brew team to Köln, Germany, uh, they came back and created our clean cut recipe by using 100% German malts and yeasts. The brewers were able to produce our most on style beer ever, crisp, clean, and refreshing. This is a fantastic patio beer and perfect for sharing. Oh man, I'm 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 ready to go. What a great beer to start off with. Um, yeah. And uh, let's that they actually sent people to Germany or to to like learn how to I guess brew like a maybe a traditional Kolsch. Yeah, that's that's sort of what uh -oh. I, I expect with this. Like, I'm wondering what if it's going to be more kind of out of their usual palette of kind of the style of beer and their and their flavors. So it's going to be interesting to to see what this one's like uh but before we you know proceed to cracking them let's uh what do you guys want to give score wise for the beer can uh, oh, tom did you want to kick right. us off uh, i'm giving this an eight this is a really nice can it's very I, you could say it's very clean cut that's what the title says but i think it really does it's very sharp it really does catch your eye and i really like how all these cans are really different and this really inspires that and they have the little picket fence that are kind of their trademark it's really nice this is like a really good looking can and like the aesthetic of it like the flat white and the metallic blue and red really like contrast well yeah i'm uh, i'm gonna give it a seven and a half i was actually a little bit less positive on it but like reading it over and like talking about it i'm actually a little bit more more into it i think it does look quite quite slick and it really amongst all their other cans which is mostly just like black with like the white 
uh, fence. Like this one really stands out. It looks really different. It doesn't even look like their beer, which is like if you're shopping, you're, you're I had a little surprise. I had a little too. weird time trying to find this in my fridge. I'm like, where's the other one? I'm like, oh, <laughs> it's this camouflage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Where the, where the hell is it? Like you're looking around all over the place. But uh, yeah, seven and a half for me. How about you, Dan? Um, I think I have a, a history of being more generous than than <laughs> the folks here, but I'm gonna go uh, a little out of the park and, and say a nine and 11. ten. <laughs> oh wow, nice. Yeah, I think oh, um, dang. I think John, for the reasons you uh, mentioned about it not looking like their other beers, yeah. and that's definitely one thing uh, that stuck out to me because they do have a lot of dark uh, kind of branding and dark kind of. Uh, themes going for all for most like uh, all of their uh, beers that i can think of um and like i said this just like kind of it puts itself sets itself aside of being like a, a different beer and i think it is a much different profile and a different type of beer that a lot like that more different than a bunch of their other their other beers uh so it does like kind of stand on its own and yeah. I think it's one of those super easily recognizable ones like in the uh, at the beer store LCBO or whatever, like you see this on the shelf and it's like bright red, bright, like kind of like the white and the blue, the contrast, everything just jumps out at you. It's like super easy to find and definitely just looks like if I'm looking for a summer crushable, like don't even know who makes it, but this one looks like it's going to do the job. Oh man, you've, you've sold me on it. I can't wait to crack this. Yeah. And uh, Tom, did you want yeah. to uh, do the honors? Crack oh, I'm, I'm a little nervous because this is the one that took a tumble in my fridge. Oh, oh, oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, brace oh, yeah, yourself. Yeah. Oh, brace yourself. I got my towel at the helm. But everyone else, are go. you ready? We're, We're ready. Kind of three, kind of three, two, one. Crack them. Nice. Oh. oh, We're good. We're good. We're oh, good. It smells quite good. Nice, like kind of like very yeasty cereal. Just smelling smell. it, I wish I picked up more. Oh man, it smells pretty good. This looks really crispy. It's very light in color. It has high carbonation levels. Uh, the head looks like it's sticking around pretty good, but this looks like a really nice crushable beer. This looks like an Alex beer, as we would say. Yeah, it's good. It kind of looks like a bud. Yeah, it tastes or like kind a of blue. Like it looks like very blue. like just in the when you pour it, Your it looks typical domestic. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, it's definitely full bodied. Like I like, I like it. It's it's quite like um, it. Yeah, like I could have this at like a patio or like in a good pub or something. Like this makes. I was kind of expecting something a little bit more like, you know, crushing before it, at, at the ballpark. Like cr- like I I felt like it was going to be a little bit more crushable, but I mean it is. It's quite. It's got a good flavor, but it's it's a little bit more full bodied than I thought. Yeah, which well, I, I think. think actually... culture... Sorry, sorry, go no, on, Dan. Tom, you go ahead this time. <laughs> no, I was going to say because of the culture, I think it's more like a a heavier bodied beer rather than like a typical lager that you're kind of expecting yeah because when you look at it you're like oh wow this is gonna be like a nice crushable like log or even possibly a good pilsner but then you kind of have like more of a heavier sense i think on the level of that like your lager and then your pilsner then your culture for the heavy spectrum of it is how it would go yeah color wise nice really golden i mean my 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 um cup's a little bit uh, uh translucent Ooh. but it's got like a really nice like kind of yellow color to it Good head too. This like, is tasty. This looks like a beer. It's like a commercial beer. It's like it's yeah. a beer. <laughs> like I like I like the nice head on that. Yeah, it's a. Uh, I think Jelaine, you guys kind of hit it both on the head. I think with the fact that it's, uh, it has that. It's like reminiscent of just a very easy drinking kind of domestic pint, uh, but has that like craft, you know, beer yeah. je ne sais quoi, like uh, that kind of like quality. You know, there's not like 
sugar or syrup or additives or anything weird that you'd sometimes yeah. see in like a PBR or like, a, you know, some of those like kind of uh, other other kind of uh, lower tiered domestic yeah. beers. Hey, PBR um, is not low tier. <laughs> and it's so like, yeah. Uh, yeah. so like, and, um, you know, I don't know. I, obviously, this is very Ottawa centered, but like the, uh, well, what was the old like Link Stadium, like Jetform Park, whatever it's called, like RCGBT.com theater, whatever it's called now. <laughs> the uh, LGTV. Yeah. <laughs> they used to have, uh, they carry like the first couple of years they were open or, or before the, they kind of um, like the champions uh, kind of, uh, what do you call it, like, kind of fell apart or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, they had only really like craft beers like Big Rig and yeah, that's uh, right. and Bongo a couple bombs. other yeah. yeah and a couple other beers. So I was like, oh, I can actually go to a like a cheap baseball game, sit outside and drink like a craft beer, and it's like you know nice and easy drinking. It kind of just makes everything. Per- Don't get me wrong, I love crushing like buds and blue lights out in a <laughs> baseball game as well. But this just has that other like you know next level of like oh, it's a really tasty beer. Uh, it's local and it meets all those other kind of things that I'm looking for in like a nice summer crushable. So it's great beer. Yeah. I'm, I'm nice. really digging this. Yeah. This and like, I, a bit I, more I, like a malt forward. Kind yeah. Of as a German beer yeah, and like, um, yeah. And German, German purity laws are known for, of course, they're kind of basic kind of fundamental ingredients. And this, this to me, like really kind of captures the spirit of like a good German Kolsch. Like I'm really, I'm really digging it. I, I think it's just really refreshing. It's really full body and rich. And mm. so question is it actually a Kolsch? Because it oh. says inspired by Kolsch. But I also don't see anywhere on here where it says like, uh, you know, Pilsner lager or anything like that. So I'm curious, is it actually by definition a Kolsch? Or because you said Germans are quite like purists with their beer definitions, can they say, can they only say inspired by because it actually varies yeah, from the original? Yeah. yeah, I think I think they probably added like new ingredients and some stuff like I, I'm i getting a little bit like a little bit of hop like I think they're probably putting it. It's like, a little yeah. twist on a cold. Yeah, show, put it that way. Mm-hmm. But overall, really good drinking experience, like just good flavor to it. Yeah, um, this was a really tasty beer. Yeah, I thought like Big I time. was like, I thought this might be the worst one. I've had this one before, I think, but like I was like kind of oh, worried. Really? Did you have a uh, bad no. experience, John? No, 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 no. I was just, I was like, hmm. Sometimes we, we do that all the time. We're like, oh, I wonder which one of these is going to be like the worst one. You know, you kind of like. Well, even then, like, yeah. especially if you've had like it on draft somewhere and then you have it in a can that also yeah. changes things. Like I remember, like I know on certain beers, like we did like on Polar Park, like the our, the Tropic Thunder. I know that tastes better on draft than in a can. Yeah, true. Um, I'm ready actually, yeah, uh, maybe uh, like. Yeah. Sorry, John. I was just going to say one, uh, an interesting, you might want to add to like, you know, future episodes or a thing you could do is actually kind of before you've actually t- drank any of them, just like, you know, look at the can, read it and kind of be like, I'm going to like this one or I'll try and like almost like a pre <laughs> judge of the its cover <laughs> and then be like, Oh, was I close? Was I off? Was it surprising? Yeah. Not we that maybe we, on we, certain episodes, we yeah. always kind of pick, I'm like, I'm always like, this is definitely like a John beer or this is definitely an Alex beer. We kind of do it and as subtext. We're like kind of pre yeah. pre episode. We're like, Oh, what do we think? And then like, yeah, we've had that a few times where you're like, John, this is going to be your beer or like Alex. Your beer. Be, yeah. We have, we've got a good sense Never of that my now. beer though. And, and Tom's like pretty much always right with it. It's like, this is going to be your beer. And I'm like, man, you know me, you just know me, man. Like, yeah, of course it is. It's like we're friends or something. Like, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, what do we think taste-wise for this one? I'm actually ready to kick it off. I'm really loving this. I'm gonna give it uh I'm gonna give it an eight and a half. I really dig it. I, I mean Ooh. flavor-wise, 
it's not maybe my uh, total favorite, but I'm I'm pretty positive. You know what? Actually, you know what? I'm actually going to boost it. I'm going to give it a nine. I, I think it's quite good. Oh wow! Coming I was like eight. Nine, I was like I was like eight point seven five. I'm like, where am I going? So I is that even legal? Are you allowed to change it? Mid, yeah, uh, the, I, we're, I'm the we're <laughs> the judge jury executioners. We can do whatever we want. You know, <laughs> this is a uh, Tom. What are you thinking? I want to give this a seven point five, but I think only because like it has a little bit of like a maltiness to it that I don't really like. But yeah. other than that, this is still a tasty beer. It has good flavor in that sense, and that's what kind of adds to it. But I think this is still a really good beer that people should try. What about, what about you, yourself, Dan? Ah, uh, it's a tough one. Um, I always like we don't have too many cold shows i feel around here or like not too many especially craft breweries yeah, don't i know, make I know orleans brewing company makes one i think yeah and um uh, hold on, hold on. You say orleans has its own brewery well there's two orleans or stray dog one of those i think makes them yeah but there is actually orleans brewing company I yeah believe. yeah um oh, wow. yeah and uh, i think clock tower makes a they are they have a raspberry yes. kolsch i think that's right clock yeah. tower which does is, have a kolsch yeah but which is pretty good so I don't have too much to like, you know, to, to do that whole kind of unbiased rating of a Kolsch and whatnot. And the fact that it's inspired by, I think it's kind of its own thing. Um, mm. I think it does what it does like pretty, really well. I like the maltiness cause it somehow, it's not like a, a sweet maltiness. It's like, a, it's a, just enough kind of light bitterness to make you feel that it is a craft beer. Uh, so I'm going to go, I'm going to go eight and a half, cool. 8.5. Nice. Right. How about uh, for recommendations? Uh, I, I mean, I'll kick it off, I guess. I, I, I'm i going to go eight. Like, I think this is like a really recommendable beer. Very versatile. Again, it's something you could you could crush this on a hot summer day. Could be out the park having this. Or you could be like in the bar in November, like drinking it. Like, it's a really, it, to me, it's like a German tavern beer as well. Like, it feels very like a cozy beer, but it is quite versatile, like the flavor wise. I, I like my malts, so like I can, I can have it pretty much whenever uh, I'm digging it. So easy eight. How about you guys? I want to give it an A as well, John. I think we'll pretty much echo what you just said. Like, this is pretty easily recommendable. It's nothing too harsh, and it's nothing, like, too, like, offensive in taste either. Like, it still has really good a beer taste to it. Cool, cool. All right, brace yourselves for this one. Oh. oh. Likely to recommend or have again. I'm going to go 9.5. Whoa! Whoa. <laughs> hot. Damn. Dang. My man's coming in hot. <laughs> Ooh, for man's, uh, not, hard. man's not hot man's not hot. definitely of all the the things you you mentioned i i could drink this any time of the year any day and i think there it, it can be it's so like not offensive yeah. and so easy drinking that i i actually have i think recommended this on you know patios and especially people you go to a, a a special like a beer place like elgin beer project where that's kind yeah. of like their their thing and they have like you know 300 kinds of beers you can get it's like, okay, well, if you're looking for something local and like easily crushable on a patio, the malt and, and things like, like, it's not, <laughs> yeah. it's not any bit offensive. I don't think. Yeah. Uh, you're with, and you're with, yeah. You're with friends out of town at Elgin beer project. Yeah. have the pumpkin like turbo stout. <laughs> it's like, all right. Thanks, yeah, man. exactly. <laughs> uh, the double peanut butter chocolate stout. Like that's mm. usually uh, not the most uh, delicious though. Yeah. I was going to say to, to some, I feel like that's the Tom beer right there. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, so high in that context, and I always favor a beer that you can you, that is like safe to have as your mm -hmm. one more. Uh, at, you know, at at twelve, like midnight, one in the morning, yeah, and you're yeah. kind of shutting things down. You're like, should I have another beer? 
Well, if you dip into the IPAs oh, yes. and stuff like that, you know, it's usually <laughs> going to be a rough time. But uh, this is definitely something like, yeah, you know what? At midnight, I will have one more and I will crush this nice. thing and it'll be a good time. Yeah, man, you that was that was really beautifully said. And uh, yeah, what yeah. a great beer. That was a nice surprise for me personally. Yeah, I, I, delicious. I've, I've had this I've one later previously. Yeah, yeah. I've still got a little bit left, but I'm probably just going to uh, throw it down the hatch. Uh, but now we're moving on to the the new one. Yeah, you you got, got that yummy, 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 yummy. <laughs> yeah, we, it's yummy Northeast Pale Ale. Um, quite literally, that's you know the what name. I thought yummy. about actually was remember that old song? Like, yummy, 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 yummy. yummy. Yeah, you got yeah, yeah. <laughs> me and I feel like I'm loving you. Oh, wow. You got all the lyrics down, Pat. Uh, this one's <laughs> yummy with an exclamation mark. Um, this one's cool. The can itself is actually quite, uh, I mean, wildly different from the last one. It's yeah, actually done like comic. Like, Go ahead. It's, don't give me like the office vibes. Oh, yeah, a little like bit. Under Mifflin. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. That took me yeah. a second until I turned the can around. I'm like, okay. Now I it looks see like, it. Uh, like Prozac, like, you know, like our little doodles. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Bro, they came to Edmonton with Aqua. And I oh, apparently oh like, that is a killer best. tour. Yeah, everyone I else was listening to cool music. That. that was what I was listening to. It was Prozac and Aqua. Yeah. That was like my man. Aqua Aquarium was the first. Oh man, that CD. CD I ever bought. Hell yeah, that, that still bumped that. Come on, <laughs> my Barbie, brother looked cool. at me with such shame when I had it. Doctor Jones, like, Doctor Jones, Doctor Jones, Colin, Doctor Jones. Yeah. That album slaps, though. I mean, that, yeah, like that's good. timeless. You can listen to I that have it on my playlist. Like, yeah, yeah, you do. Yeah. Nice. Uh, yeah, this so is like many. very comic book style. I think like like it's yeah. cool. It's like Beyond uh, the Pale presents, and it's like a little guy. He's having coffee, grabs a big bowl of hoppy oats or whatever. He's like, <laughs> "Oh, what's this? I'm gonna pour this oats, pour some milk in." It's two. It's fourteen o'clock. It's two p.m. So he's you know, he's a slacker. Yeah, so I wanted to touch on that. This is definitely my beer because yeah. <laughs> I get up at two p.m. <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> I feel seen right now. And yeah, uh, man, thank you. It's not weird to wake up if you work a night shift and wake up at two p.m. But Very... a bowl, uh, a bowl of hops is definitely the weirdest thing I've ever seen. What What's also cool too is, I mean, it's like a, this whole thing is like really just like a little piece of like uh, digital artwork. But they have like yep. the they still have the fence that goes around, so it still is yep. like part of yeah. the same design. Uh, I think it's quite cool. And I'll also say um, their description, fresher than ever. Oh, you know what? Forgot to mention social media score. So uh, the oh, cultural we just did, uh, 3.55 on untapped and a 3.44, which is an 82 good Ooh. on Beer Advocate. So pretty fun, pretty decent, that last one. And uh, this one, 5.4% ABV. Um, their description, they say, uh, fresher than ever, share the love of this hazy Northeast Pale Ale with everyone you know. Ooh. Brewed with Southern Cross and Citra, then dry hopped with Mosaic, Good. making this a unique and crushable juice bomb that delivers a big flavor without being sweet. Very appropriately oh, named man. Yummy with an exclamation mark. Whoever invented like the Citra strain of hops has to be a bajillionaire. Yeah. Oh yeah, man, they're Either everywhere. That. It is in every... <laughs> ipa like like this is a northeast pale ale like it's everywhere i mean i think you even probably get in some west coast uh pale very rare you'd see it in the west coast but it does happen I was, yeah they, yeah obviously so, yeah super rare because they're a little usually more like bitter and kind of uh yeah. and stronger but definitely you, I, that's a, I, I feel like it's peak you know kind of snuck its way into a little bit of a few west coast the one yeah, and, here um, by Sea yeah. Change, they have a West Coast IPA, and I think they use Citra hops, and it, it gives it a little bit more bitterness. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's the really um, that's not a future episode. 
the, the artist you want to uh, you want to send me one of those tom i'm very interested to <laughs> i try. got one in the fridge i want to get it tattooed on me too <laughs> I, I also got the want... scorpion tattooed, so I got oh, something else to oh, go. Oh, shit, that's right, yeah. And I also want to mention um, this this can. It says artwork by Emily Newfield. Uh, her um, Instagram handle is uh, emilynewf.art, um, and she's got a bunch of stuff there. It's really cool to see, like, a local artist kind of get spotlighted like that, like, for this full can design. Um, yeah, really cool. I, I think this really... I've never seen a can design like this with like the little comic book panel. It reminds me of like comic. I think like comics though, like that Sega Genesis game where you're like hopping through comic panels or whatever. Like it, it just oh, looks like really a loading screen even where it like kind of pans through and then they're like, oh yeah, and then the game starts. Man, the, uh, you, yeah, the styling is kind of like uh, reminds like reminiscent of like the oatmeal. Yeah. Oh, nice. Like, like that. Like, uh, the kind of character design is like what it. Uh, is what it reminds me of like it's a very like kind of particular style of like comic drawing yeah yeah exactly it, looks it like reminds a, me of it's definitely it not looks, like a rip off or anything so like it, it uh, looks like, like a, a, a gen x web comic from like 2003 yeah, yeah. <laughs> almost like casual which is what, pretty much what the oatmeal was no yeah. <laughs> oh that's you know, the oatmeal yeah 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 okay yeah you're right i was i was forgetting did which you one think here. i was talking about the breakfast cereal yeah like, like uh quaker yeah. oats <laughs> That's why I heard Quaker Oats. Mike, I was like, he kind of looks like Quaker Oats, like a modern Quaker Oats. <laughs> I mean, does the Quaker Oats guy have the long white hair and like, oh, like the old like kind of? Is it white like, hair? I thought it was. Man. I thought he was a brunette. Maybe he has, I think he's got like one of those wigs. I think. Yeah, oh, like one of like those the old... judicial wigs from like oh, one the British wigs, like yeah. Parliament. Exactly. Yeah, he's one of the founding fathers. So you know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, clearly. Um, for, I want to kick off scoring for this can. Go ahead, I'm man. giving this an eight point five. I really like this can. I think it's wow. really cool how they have like the yummy it pops out with the hops. It kind of has this thing where you have like the bowl of hops so that you know this is going to be a very hop forward stuff and it's going to be still taste good. It's not going to taste like blended pine trees. I'm going to go. Mike, we don't know yet. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> those are my, don't don't, over, don't oversell it yet. <laughs> You're like, those and it's pine trees. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna go 9.5. This is really cool. I kind of it's a little too busy. Like I kind of I always like whenever I see this beer, I never want to buy it because I'm like it's just too much shit going on. I'm like, uh, but like it's actually quite creative, cool, cool design. I like how they still have like the the fence going around it. They've got all the like details. They have the on all their cans. They have like the a little description of the the brewery itself, location, address, website, ingredients. They also have like a little slogan. In this one, they say at BP at BP at BTP, we believe in fun. Beer should be fun to make, fun to drink, and fun to share. Enjoy. We're really good at this. So I think it's kind of fun. Really, really colorful. That's a pretty banging score there, John. That's uh, that's intense. Going, going in hot. Uh I I'm gonna go a little bit, <laughs> I think, lower. Um, uh-huh. yeah, this is a tough one. Um, I, I'm gonna go 7.5. It's understandable. I, I like it because it is super unique and it's create like very kind of a, a creative spin. I, it just doesn't seem to like yeah. fit in with the rest of their designs and the rest of their branding. Yeah. So you could put this on the other side of like the, you know, beer store from their other stuff. And I wouldn't even, you know, you would, I wouldn't think twice about it. would be like, oh, why isn't that with the beyond the pale yeah. stuff? Um, and yeah, I mean, it's funny. It's quirky. <laughs> a bowl of hops is just a bit odd, but <laughs> it, like, I, I get it. It's fun. It's like kind of cute. Uh, and it does, I think allude to like Tom said, like the, the flavor profile, like it's, uh, it's, you know, by all accounts, I would think that's going to be like hop forward. 
um and knowing that it's citra hops too or a blend of like citra and some other stuff i I, i'm assuming i'm gonna like it Um, but i haven't had a northeast pale ale in a long time and i don't think i've ever actually had this specific beer from beyond the pale so so i'm kind of uh excited but yeah seven and a half i think is uh is my can score i'm very excited because again like you said like it's a northeast pale ale so you like like, oh it's not well, it's not like a New England IPA. That's the thing. It's still a little ah. bit different. It's still in the same realm. I think that's what they're trying to do. And I like my Nipahs. Oh, right. Anyhow, you're going to crack uh, us down? Uh, I'll crack us down. Yeah, sure. Everyone, get your, crack us get your down. cans ready. ASMR crack audience, get ready. All right. In three, two, one, crack them. Oh, man. That was a. Beautiful crack. I had a little like nice. mist coming out and everything. It was quite uh, Ooh, quite, smells- quite Ooh. cinematic. <laughs> it smells oh, delicious. Man. That oh, is man. a fun one to smell. Oh, oh, oh yeah, this is gonna be good. I, yeah, I've never a had really this one light here. haze to it though. I got when you're my nice... it out, like it almost looks kind of like a pulpy lemonade. Yeah, like yeah, I got it's my, not like... as thick as uh, your kind of standard, you know, super fruity, citrusy kind of like a uh, IPA, like. So I, got, I don't know much about Northeast Pale Ales, but uh, I got my hoppy glass too. There if this is go. the baseline, then probably pretty good. That's good. That's oh good. man, Ooh. that's good. Oh shit, that's, that's really good. <laughs> <laughs> man. I never that's had. I've never that's had good. this before. This is awesome. This is I literally the the exact same thought I just had, John. Like, how have I not tried this before? They say in the description, really you know, big flavor without being sweet. And it's quite true. Like, it's not like, I mean, we've had a few juicy IPAs on some of the previous episodes. They're usually quite fruit forward, a lot of stone fruit, a lot of like yeah. pineapple, a lot of apricot, like a lot of big, bold flavors. Yeah. Very juicy, this one. But yeah, like not very sweet. Like it's, it's interesting. Like what, after I've drank it, like my mouth, I'm not getting very like citrusy, acidic kind of flavors in my mouth. It's quite, it's almost it's quite like smooth. a citrus tart instead. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. It's, it's like very smooth. Yeah, the, I think yeah, that's like not, the the hoppy bitterness kind of slides in under more of like a mm-hmm. as, like you said like a citrus kind of slight bitterness or uh, it's more whatever. of like a tart than a bitter almost. Yeah, and you just or tart, yeah, it. sorry, that's yeah. It looks yeah, it looks just like almost like a pulpy like orange juice or lemonade like mixed together. Like it's very like yeah. it almost yeah. tastes like that too. Yeah, yeah, almost yeah. Like, like a there is like, actually or something. Uh, I I don't know if I talked about this last time. Probably. But this might be actually something you mentioned if you're doing Dominion City, Town, and Country in the in the future. Uh, beer moses are a thing, and uh, nice. usually like blonde beers are really good for beer moses. But I think this would go fantastic. Oh yeah, this beer would be great. I mean, I'm I'm That'd quite impressed wonderful. by this beer. This yeah, is very I'm very impressed. Very good, like kind of entry level kind of IPA too. Because again, like I'm always kind of think it's like a step above. I think yeah. I'm always kind of looking for IPAs that are like really approachable. And I mean, there's a lot of like industry strand standard IPAs that are just like good mix of flavors. Yeah, I don't know. Stay if I would away say... from the co-op IPA. <laughs> Keep co-op? it out, 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 out. Keep it away. <laughs> bad, bad drink. But um, but this one. I don't know if I'd call this like um, an industry standard IPA, but I mean, as an actual kind of gateway to IPAs, it's really good because like it's very kind of rich. It has like those hoppy hop flavors, but it's like very mild, not overtly sugary or sweet, or it's but not giving you the the pine flavor either. Also, not we have to be careful here. It's not an IPA. 
Yes. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Very, That's very what important. got me. It's just a pale ale. It's not a Northeast pale ale. Pale ale. Yeah. So it's like a, a Nepa instead of a Nipa. Ne- <laughs> instead of a Nipa, it's a Nepa. <laughs> We're going to have to call it like a Nipa, like an EI. Nipa. 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 However, uh, yeah. so like I said, I don't know too much about Northeast Pale Ales. And if this is like kind of the baseline or if this is like the standard, then I might need to start getting into them a lot more because this is a wonderful, fantastic yeah. beer. Very if you like something great. in this style, I'd also recommend like an extra just pale ale instead of like an India pale an IPA. Yep. That's also another option that you could definitely try. That's like kind of in that same realm, but has different flavor profile that still kind of resembles, but it could be a little less bitterness or a little less hoppy, but it's still pretty good. What uh, like a- <laughs> what would be like a good like pale ale, like a brewery or beer? That you can like you're recommend. Not, you're not going to believe when I want to say this though, but I definitely would recommend like a Rolling Rock as an extra pale ale. Oh yeah, that, oh, okay. That's it's surprisingly you'll be surprised about that if you've never had it before. That's like, not definitely. their standard like uh, green can Rolling yes. Rock, is it? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh okay. Yeah, exactly. yeah I've had that before. You'd be, you'd be really surprised if you have like again like I remember we had it on the episode and I remember I was like. John didn't like it as much, but um, Alex and I were like, kind of like, oh, wow, like, this is definitely not what I expected. <laughs> Shout out to the angry video game nerd. He loves those. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm digging it. It's very juicy, baby. Very, um, I'm getting flavors, but again, it's, it's like, it reminds me of some of the juicy IPs we've had before that were just like the entire sweet, acidic kind of flavor, that really bold front palate forward flavor. It's just like chopped off. Um, otherwise, like the body of it's quite good. It's very crushable. Five point four percent. That's not too bad. And I got to say as well, score wise, three point eight. Sorry, three point nine two on untapped and a four, a four point oh three, which is an eighty nine. Very Hot good on fucking dang. Someone didn't hurt them with that tie. Mm. Usually those guys. This reminds me a bit vicious. of the saturation. Uh, if Al's listening, he'll know the saturation. Yeah, so the super shot. Yeah, it looks kind of like it. I like prefer the super stat over this. Though. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I will for sure. say that. Yeah. But this is still as great. I'm kicking off score of this. I'm giving this a nine. This is yeah. really tasty. I really like this. I enjoy this. I'm really glad that you brought this on for me, John. Yeah, I never had this before. Like, I guess like, exactly it's what everywhere. I did. It's everywhere. I'm like, well, it's like, I'm, I, you know, like, and like, I, I try to, like, if we're doing brewery, spot, brewery spotlights, there's a lot of options. You could pick, you know, virtually anything, but I'm always like, if I'm going to do the first ever brewery spotlight, like what would be like the, the Rushmore of like, you know, beers that are widely available or like a signature. We already did Pink Fuzz. If we hadn't done it, I would have for sure done it today. But uh, this one is like everywhere. I've seen this one in a lot of spots and I'm happy that we've been trying it. This is what the podcast is really about. It's like a beer I've never had before. And it's like, wow, like I, if I can get this, like I'm going to like go out and get this because, yeah, this is quite good. Nine for me, like really, get really awesome, really awesome drink. How about you, Dan? uh yeah it, it's that's uh, a hard one to fight with i think i gotta give it a nine as well i think it's like i said it's it's like of, yeah. of thing of beers that i remember clearly i've had i guess rolling rock for me that's not a northeast pale ale just a regular pale ale um but this is just such a i do love overly fruity and like thick and full like you know hazy fruity ipas um but there's a time and place and i think there's also oh, like definitely a time and place for this kind of beer it is so easy drinking. It's smooth. It's like has it's a very uh like interesting and kind of like 
I don't even know what the word I'm looking for. I was going to say like dynamic, but that's not really the right. It's just a, it's a very, like there's a lot dynamic. going on. Yeah. Dynamic yeah. works. Like it's dynamic like every sip you have, I'm like, Oh, do I want to taste a little more bitterness? Oh yeah. I can see some bitterness. Yeah. And like, do I want some fruit? Oh, there's the fruit. And yeah, it's like a really good beer. And I'm really sad that I'm literally just trying this now. Yeah. This is uh, like, this is phenomenal. John, when I come to visit in the summer, we're going here. <laughs> Oh yeah, definitely. Yes, Dan, sure. Dan, you're coming too. <laughs> Good. Uh, recommendation. I, I'm actually still kind of thinking over. What do you guys think for uh, rec scores? I'm giving an eight point five for recommendation. I'd yes. have this again, and I definitely would recommend it. So I say, this is kind of like level one, not level zero kind of deal. Like mm-hmm. this is like one step above entry. This is like after you've kind of like gotten your feet wet. This is like you can start to dip into your knees. We're like, oh, okay, this is kind of nice. It's a little bit more forward into like the pale ale world and the whole like kind of realm and that spectrum. I think this is really great and that could really surprise a lot of people that want want to keep going further into the pool. Yeah. How about uh, how about you, Dan? I I don't know. Eight and a half just seems low for likely to recommend. Seems low. Like a little more generous with it. Um, no, I, well, I mean, I got to go on the high side. Uh, I, this is a tough one, like, considering yeah. I, I just might be overwhelmed with, like, excitement and, and love of this new found beer. So I I think a nine, I think, I think nine is a good one. Obviously, there's going to be people that still don't like it, but it is super, like, approachable and accessible. So if you're, like Tom said, if you want to get into pale ales and that and start to venture into that like flavor profile this would be like such a good like yeah level two kind of yeah. easier way into it and then for like seasoned pale ale people whether it's ipas west coast east coast whatever this like you're you're not going to be offended it's not going to mm, it's not good enough or what i think it's it stands on its own really really well um i'm mm-hmm. still like flabbergasted that i haven't tried it uh and I mean, thank you for the opportunity because now I'm going to be like addicted. To yeah, this is amazing. Yeah, and uh, but uh, I, yeah, I yeah. would definitely recommend it for sure. Yeah, I went to I went a little bit lower. You guys went eight, but I'm pretty much in the same feelings. Like this was a really nice surprise and a really, really, really great beer. Really great entry point too. I think for Paleolus as well too. Um, and I gave it the modifier because what a nice surprise! So oh. I gave it a little bonus. Oh, oh I forgot gone? about the modifier. We didn't even oh, talk yeah. about that for the clean cut. No, I didn't give it a mod. Oh, oh, we didn't talk about it. No, I was like, no, I'm not giving it a mod. I wasn't going to give it the modifier. <laughs> Did you want to give clean cut a modifier? We can, we can, if you want to give it, we can give it to you right now if you'd like, Dan. So I will give clean cut a modifier on oh. the on the premise that I think you guys scored it a little unfairly low. Wow. Okay. Well, man, game changer. No, actually, not really. It's just a little. <laughs> 0.5 I, I don't I'm know if it's yeah. <laughs> but I'm trying to balance it out I, I yeah <laughs> are you uh, what do you guys think any mods for this one I want to but I don't think I will oh, fair enough I mm. so part of me wants to give it a modifier because I want to I think my can like my marketing can uh score was reasonable yeah. but because it was low and I'm like oh this beer just tastes so good I want to like prop it up so you know what i'm gonna give it the modifier there we go nice good job yeah what a this was a really this was a really nice surprise (laughs) i gotta say like uh Uh, i was 
I guess the can was right. It is yummy. Yeah, it's got that yummy, 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 yummy. All they need is like a Justin Biebs endorsement, just like Tim Hortons. <laughs> Man, I yeah, can't believe I saw people selling like the boxes to the U.S. customers for like no. six hundred dollars. Yeah, what? It's a possible uh, people because one of them sold for like some astronomical number. And then so everyone here started selling them on eBay or like the toques that you could buy. Oh my god. Because they're like, oh, because the American customers can't get them. So this is like the one time where it's like available in Canada only. Wild. I guess, yeah, there's some probably some diehard collectors where it's just one of those like one off things that not a lot of people will have. Hell yeah. Really and now. This. Yeah, we can keep sipping. I've got a little bit left, <laughs> but uh, I don't want to crush it too fast. Well, that but, went uh, down like a fat kid on a slide. <laughs> <laughs> mm. I think Tom, if I remember correctly, you really enjoyed the sun split that we had. Uh, yeah, that on was that phenomenal. I couldn't believe that. That's why I was like, "Oh wow, this kind of has it's like a almost like a less flavorful in that one sense." I found the sun spit was like super delicious. I was like, "Oh my god, I can check that shit into oh, my veins." Good, yeah. So I think we're we're doing, I'm guessing, some sort of uh, brewery tour when you uh, if you're coming to town. Oh yeah, I'm definitely well yeah. Because I have to go visit family and whatnot. <laughs> That's like That's you, can, you, you can bang a family in like an evening or an afternoon. This is the thing about when I go back to Ottawa every time. Because my family hates each other. And I got to see them individually. And it oh, makes me no. not want to come back. Every time I'm like, fuck it. Like I want to go see like my friends and whatnot. And go see my brother and whatnot. But I'm like, I don't want to go back because my family lives there. <laughs> Is there is it a big family? Like, is it? Uh, do you have to like do like five different visits or something? Yeah, pretty much. Oh wow! <laughs> but anyhow, it's still like that's what kind of puts me off. That in the now that flying is cheap now, that's the only kind of reason that I was like, oh, I guess I could come. But that used to be my big excuse before for not coming. I'm like, oh, I could go to Vegas for cheaper. Really? Oh yeah. Oh wow. Oh, going west, across it's Canada, like, it's like an hour and a half flight or two hour flight to Vegas. Oh, oh straight, you, yeah, straight Vegas. South. It's it's twenty. It's a twenty four hour drive to Vegas from Edmonton. Oh, nice! Wow, damn. There's a direct flight from Fort McMurray though to Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> Every twenty four hours. <laughs> I'm dead serious. Oh, yeah, there's a Fort Mac flight. See why? Yeah. <laughs> I feel like the only Some flights people. that go out of out of Fort Mac are like Newfoundland and Vegas. Pretty much. I can't believe that. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. It's either Newfoundland, Edmonton, or Vegas. You don't get to go anywhere else. Yeah, you can't go anywhere else in Canada. You have to only go to those places. God. So I'm like the Fort McMurray, they have like a radio session called the Newfie Power Hour after work. Amazing. Is it just like traditional like music and stuff yeah. like that? Oh, that's it's amazing. like, yeah, it's definitely like sailor music that you hear. Nice. I remember because yeah. like there's a highway straight. I used to live in like northern, a small town in Lac La Beche going to northern Alberta. It's I, it's known as the halfway mark to Fort McMurray from Edmonton. Okay. Because it's like the last town that you get to see and then it's just straight highway pretty much the whole way from there so and it's like a dead zone so there's no radio station like your cell phone service is kind of like cut short until you get to fort mcmurray and then pretty much like once you get there you're like oh fuck i have radio on your truck and you're like yes (laughs) i can listen to music and that's what 
fucking comes on. And <laughs> the like, new future music. The bills, the boys, the boys, That's amazing. I do, I do yeah. appreciate some good East Coast like trad music. I gotta, I must admit, guilty pleasure. It's not bad. Not even a guilty pleasure. It's still... Anyhow, on that note, <laughs> sorry to get a little uh, off topic. No, no, no. We have another beer to, to, to talk about, and that's uh, Aromatherapy American IPA. Uh, this one is a, uh, well, I don't, why don't I just read the description to, to kind of introduce it. So uh, brewed in the spirit of freshly canned Vermont beers, our headlining IPA is dry hopped with citra and mosaic hops to give the beer a rich stone fruit character and a fresh grassy aroma using a pale malt body. To highlight the hop characters, you will be able to enjoy a bright, refreshing IPA from the comfort of home. Um, yeah, this one is a, a pretty popular beer as well, too. I know, like, probably, like, with um, uh, Beyond the Pale, I would say probably Pink Fuzz and this one are, like, the D2 most popular beers. And uh, when I think of Beyond the Pale, too, like, I think of Pink Fuzz and I think of this beer. Like, I think of this can in particular. Um, it's kind of a pretty standard row can. They've got, like, the big white banner going around. I should note it's a 6.5%, so this one's a little bit stronger, the strongest of the three. And uh, it's got a it's got a really fun description. Again, they've got the slogan about, you know, that, that I mentioned earlier on the last can. Uh, artwork this time uh, by Stephen Frew. And uh, what I actually totally missed is this one has... Uh, directions for use on the can so it says <laughs> yeah. like consult like a, with your local hop tom hop hoptomologist before prior to use uh initial ophthalmologist ophthalmologist initial loading sorry dosage. correction dan you're right <laughs> Uh, 473 milliliters or exactly the contents of this can maintenance dosage additional cans as needed uh yeah and they've got like a bunch of tips too like how to really drink the beer that's really fun i love seeing, gently like, rotate can this for is a really distribution cool can. Of can that's uh you gotta i guess you gotta like rotate it to there's a lot of interaction up a little bit man we should you gotta do the swirl first. the glass as well should did the spear first i'm not gonna have the motor skills to uh to operate this can i don't think uh generally ro gen gently rotate for optimal distribution of goodness was contents. aromatherapy a part of their like original yeah uh, arsenal okay yeah because i feel this like i had this first when it first like kind of when beyond the pale started to like pick up and i think i tried it and at that time i wasn't really into like weird or, or like different tasting beers yeah. and i think i was like it instantly turned off uh so i haven't had this probably i don't know like six seven years maybe yeah, and like I, this is like one that, that to me I almost wanted to do this for like an Ottawa IPA like spotlight, but I was like, yeah, it's like one of the same beers. Let's just uh, try it today. But uh, um, I've had this one before. I can't recall the flavor though. Like I, I've kind of like when I'm like you know I'm picking up beers to you know crush. It's usually like a pink fuzz. Not so much for me like a, a six point five percenter, but um, um, I think the can to me the can is iconic. Like I think a pink fuzz, and I think of this one like. Um, yep. one of the most standout cans that i could think of any craft beers in ottawa like to me like this is like up there with probably some of the most popular craft beers like just in terms of visual look like when you're in the beer store lcbo like you really see this can it really pops and um that's really a credit to like i think just like kind of the way back like to me like for me beyond the pale is a very nostalgic brewery to me because like it's, i've been living in my neighborhood for utmost of i guess six seven years now and 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 this has been a brewery i've gone to and like i think back to their original style with their black cans with the big 
icons on them like uh, it just it to me it, it throws me back to those days so i always have a big affinity for them so I, i'm gonna be i'm gonna be particularly positive on this can but what do you guys think otherwise with the, with the can itself tom if i could if i could say this this has the same kind of aesthetic as the pink fuzz yeah with the black background and the very metallic i think it's the same way. artist too is it now i like how they actually kind of tag the artist like steven fru but yeah, like this has a really nice aesthetically. I like the metallic green. Those are like one of my favorite colors, in my opinion. British mm -hmm. Racing Green is still my favorite green of all color shades. But did you I say really British like this Racing game. Green? Yes, British Racing Green is my favorite shade of green. Is that like the Mercedes you, Green? Like what is British? No, racing? no. If sorry, correction. Back in the sixties, Lotus and Jaguar were both in like Le Mans, and then were for racing. Oh, and they had okay. a certain shade of green. They called it British Racing Green. Oh, nice. That's does it my favorite shade? Does that fit it's into like a dark green? Is it like the kind of uh, Mercedes the green that they have now? A similar, but not as like metallic in that sense. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I used to I used to work in a collision center and we used to paint cars, so I was always very specific uh, okay. in certain yeah, color names. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I literally like how it has like the like direction for use and the tips for aroma. That's I think really that's cool. really cool. How, yeah. Yeah, I literally think they like kind of play on a like as like a doc a prescription. I think it's really funny how they have that. And like I want to try and do this as is, like to gently swirl and whatnot and divine and deeply. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I want to. I don't know what you guys, but I was going to kick off scoring for this. I like how it says strawberry. This is a six point five ABV, and I want to give this an eight right off the hop. Cool. How about no pun you, intended. Uh, how about you, Dano? Yeah, I mean, that's a very I think reasonable score. Uh, like you guys both talked on about, like it does seem very like uh, true to like the be on the pale kind of like motif and then mm -hmm. theme and color scheme and all that. Um, I do just love the kind of graphic of like the the hop uh, and the metallic green and everything. It just sticks out. It's a super attractive can. Like let's let's be yeah. real here. <laughs> it just uh, and and like I always love a matte black finish. So it's a it's a great can. I do really like the directions for use, tips to aromatherapists, like all that stuff. And they even put a little hashtag "You are welcome" under the under the directions. Yeah. So it's, it's a little bit. Cheap. Uh, I thought that was also fun. Yeah, it's uh, it's a little cheeky. It's just it stands on its own really well. Um, it doesn't really, well, I guess it does on the side, but you can't, you know, if you're just looking at this from like the shelf, you wouldn't see it's aromatherapy. All you would see is the giant, like the the hop and the bud and like kind of the the and the fence. So you know who it is, and I think you you recognize the can because they it was one of their flagship beers and it's been around for a while. So uh, I'll go eight point five. I think. Um, for an overall can score. Cool. Yeah, Ooh, I think that's reasonable. Stuff. Yeah, I went I went just one note higher, I went 9.5. Uh, yeah, this Ooh, can is great. I think it's cool. 9.5? It's one of the like, iconic craft beers in terms of visual look that I can think of. Like, if I'm at a beer store, LCBO, this is like one of the beers like I really notice. Like I always see this beer. I, I like the fact that it's like got the basic fence going around with the cool hop design, the drawing on it, and they've got the descriptions. Like I think it just stands out really well. It's a little bit less like it's a little bit more like standout to me than even like the pink fuzz. Like I, I just think it's just a really cool can, um, really important beer design uh, just for you know craft beer in Ottawa. Uh, I'm I'm quite partial to it, so yeah, I went I went pretty high on that one. Uh, but Dan, you get to do the honors of kicking us off, yeah. cracking this one open. Oh wow! Thank you. 
What an honor. All right. So are we we're doing three, two, one crack? Yes. yes. All right. So cracking in three, two, one. Got it. Ooh, a little foamy Ooh. on the crack. We usually say crack, but we got what you're saying. But I so I, I know that's your normal pattern, but you didn't do that necessarily today. Oh. oh, you caught me off guard. So I'm I'm just trying to pick up patterns, you know. That was just me forgetting. Like, I'm just asking the questions. <laughs> I'm just asking questions. Even myself forgets their own format. I also like to mention that this is like one of our first American IPAs. Oh, yeah. is it? I can't think. I can't think of another one that we've done. We've also know. done like whatever, like fuck, almost sixty episodes Ooh. now. That is a very like unique, strong smell. Yeah, interesting. Let's see how it pours. It pours very similar to the yummy. I was going to say this has like a golden yellow, almost like a slight tint of green, if you will. Kind of, yeah. It's like very dark. Yeah, I can see that. Sorry, it was at the lighting of where my glass hit, and I could kind of see like a little like lime greens at that time. Uh, it's a pretty moderate carbonation, though, considering. Yeah, it almost IPA. has like that, like a micro, um, or was that like nitro stouts or whatever that have exactly. that very like uh, that kind of carb or different kind of uh, carbonation. It is very smooth. There's not a lot of carbonation. Yeah. I will have a taste now, though. You know, it's funny actually when you smell it. It almost smells like kind of like a wintry like porter, like a vanilla porter. There's weird, like, kind of vanilla yeah. bitter notes in there. Like, it smells almost very different than it tastes. It's a, yeah, it's definitely a more heavy beer than the... Um, it is heavier, but I can't beer. really smell anything. Um, that's just me, though, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I have certain <laughs> glands that got ruined in my youth. Uh, yeah, that, that's fair. <laughs> We've been there. Yeah, it, it's not like super, I wouldn't call it like, if, if it was a blind taste test, there's no way to call it like a vanilla porter, but like, just like, there's different, definitely like a little bit of like, sweetness in there. Yeah, there is. I'd also like to mention though, this tastes smooth, but it has a little bit of like an alcohol finish to it. Mm -hmm. I think and her brother, brother Andrew would say that this is a little punchy. Oh, punchy. A little punchy. This still tastes pretty great. This is also yeah. going to remember that this is a 6.5 ABV. This does say strong beer on it, so you know it's good. Yeah, this is definitely, <laughs> yeah, this is like, if, if Yummy was like the, the gateway IPA, this one's a little bit um, more of the typical IPA. I mode. will say this is almost like, I remember we had the two flags for IPA week. I preferred this over that. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. Damn. I remember the, the two I know John's like heartbroken now. He's just like, they can't keep doing oh. this. <laughs> they can't keep getting away with this. Oh man. This yeah, is, uh... John, I don't think anyone loves two flags as much as I've heard John uh, express his love for. It. <laughs> I just think it's neat. It's definitely not one of my favorite uh pale ales. Okay, so it's not just me, Dad. <laughs> I just think it's neat. <laughs> I think it's neat. <laughs> Yeah, oh, no, man. this is, uh, I think, you, like, this is, like, Yummy's bigger brother. Yeah. Yeah. This is definitely the older sibling. Yeah. Again, like we were saying, like, in the IPA realm, like, this is, like, when you're kind of, like, waist deep, at least, in the pool. Yeah, definitely. 
you've definitely gone past the balls at this point or <laughs> you're whatever, into it repro- whatever reproductive organs you have it's like a little bit of like maybe mine's just an old can i've got like a little bit of like sediment or like particle oh yeah oh, no it's definitely who, uh do you there know, is do you know who wouldn't like that john <laughs> uh alex yeah, would we, not approve of this john, did, you, uh, did you follow the instructions and spin the can john i, tr- I tried to spin the can did you I give it a swirl that's what i gave it a swirl i didn't like spin it i swirled it no i, I, I think it's like, it tw- i twisted it it said rotate the can i think oh Gently rotate can for optimal distribution of goodness. So it like Uh-oh. it's definitely got like an unfiltered oh, vibe. Sorry, I got an amber alert on my phone. Oh shit. Wow. That always pops up super aggressive in the headphones. Oh yeah. I was kind of like, what the fuck is happening? And then I was <laughs> oh, it's an amber alert. Yeah, like, well, the world's ending. I was gonna say also with kind of everything that's going on right now, is like, is that an air raid siren or <laughs> like what what is that? The missile no, is heading to Edmonton. <laughs> Oh yeah, Edmonton Whatever. has fallen. I want to go to the Labatt Brewery and is just Kiefer Sutherland going to make a there. show? Yeah. <laughs> no, it's um. I'm trying to think of the other actor that's from here. Oh, I'm trying to think, Nick. Oh, Nick, not Nick Offerman. I'm trying to do. Oh, um, Nick, no, sorry, Nathan. Um, Nathan Fillion. Yeah, Nathan Fillion is from here. So they had the Nathan Fillion <laughs> Civilian Pavilion that they made for him. <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. That's what's falling. Yeah, it was like the radio station that I listened to, Sonic 102.9. <laughs> like we've done, like, remember on like the Atomic Sonic from Sea Change? They yeah. partnered with them. So, like, one of the radio hosts there, she's like, Lauren Hunter, she's like really big into social media. Like she, she won like a costume contest online where she was like the the ever sorry the evergreen boat that got stuck in the Suez Canal. Oh, she wow. like got like famous because that she made like her own and she went into like the NSR River here and like tried to pretend that she got stuck there. It's pretty <laughs> funny, amazing. yeah. But yeah, but she like was an advocate to have like sit this one part of City Hall called the Nathan Billion Civilian Pavilion. Nice. And she made like they made T-shirts for it, and it was crowned for one weekend. That's that's it. it? Yeah, they made it like temporary. Like, oh, this will be the Nathan Fillion, and like people from like at the time because he was filming um for like the Suicide Squad Part Two. Like a lot of other like cast members, like, oh, I hope this fucking happens. Did he come to the Civilian Pavilion? I think he did. I'm pretty oh, sure good. he's pretty. His good mother on. still lives here. Oh, amazing. Yeah. Um, taste-wise, yes. what are we Continuing. feeling for this beer? <laughs> good little segue. I don't know. This tastes pretty good. Like, I mm. can't complain. Like, this is a little bit more alcohol, like, on the back forth. But still, like, on the front palate, this tastes, like, really smooth. Mm-hmm. For an American, I guess this is considered American IPA. Yeah. So I guess there's certain kind of different hops that they use and like certain kind of, and like the fermentation for it, this might be a little bit different to kind of give it the more extra like alcohol taste to it. Mm. As we like to say, like alcohol is still a flavor. <laughs> yep. Mm. And it's hard to use that in a, that, that level or love alcohol flavor in a good way, I find. Yeah. I think it still has that kind of hoppiness to it, though, that kind of complements it in one way. But still, you definitely get that taste of it. Yeah, it's uh, it almost leaves like a 
kind of like a dry bitter feeling in my yes, in my cheeks i agree like with after you drinking on that it. the dry finish that's what i meant to say really but i think that like is like kind of that alcohol feeling too right like it's like a, the like alcohol like evaporates really fast so it's like if you pour like alcohol or like hydrogen peroxide or something on like your skin and then it like evaporates super fast and then your skin feels super dry it's like the same thing cool to see when it frosts up it's the best part about hydrogen peroxide look at the bubbles it's good actually if you actually use that in your and growing your plants and sometimes if you put a cap full of hydrogen peroxide it'll definitely makes your strain a lot better really weird weird fact i knew from a grower that is an interesting <laughs> fact does that work for like any plants or just medicinal plants? certain plants like yeah <laughs> say, like to, certain tomato plants <laughs> tobacco plants tobacco uh, is that wacky tobacco wackiest. <laughs> so tom what are you going to uh, rate it for for taste uh, i'm a little tired but i want to give this i I don't mind this. I'm giving it a 7.5 because it's still, this is a nice beer. Again, to me, this is kind of a cool one and done in that sense. But I really like how it kind of takes, it's a really nice smooth start and it kind of finishes a little dry. So it kind of has like a good balance in that sense. So I'm giving it a 7.5. It's sippable. Yeah, I'll um, I'll go eight and a half. I'm, uh, I'm a, it's weird because like I'm a little bit less bullish on this one than the yummy. Like I, I just maybe the yummy was maybe more for my taste, but uh, yeah, it's quite good. Good flavor, very, very good kind of composition. Um, a little bit more, you can't crush it as much as you could those other beers, certainly. Um, but I'm really liking the flavors. Um, really cool. Um, just overall um, kind of feel to it. It isn't unlike the yummy. It's like a very, as you, I think Tom put it like a stronger sibling uh, kind of. Uh, yeah. 8.5 for me. It's definitely the bigger brother that's going to like beat you up behind the schoolyard. Take your lunch money, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, I I think those are, yeah, John, I think those are good scores, but um, I remembered why, like just sipping it as it was instant kind of like, you know, throwback to why I didn't like it when it first came out. And based on like my level and, and comfort with like new beers and flavors and profiles and all that, um, I, I respect it for what it is. I think it it's it's good that uh, it does definitely have that extra level of bitterness, but you can still like kind of get that like citra, like a bit of fruitiness in there. Yeah. Um, it's definitely, I think, a one and done. I couldn't have more than one of them. And if you had like a, tw- you know, a 20 ounce pint, like you're probably feeling starting to feel pretty good. And, feeling and who, good. who knows what the next one is after that. <laughs> uh, and what I like comparing it to, let's say the sun split, which is a bit of a creeper, right? It's it's high percentage uh, or high like ABV, but you don't really notice it when you're drinking it. Whereas this, like I can kind of feel the high yeah. alcohol content as I'm drinking it. Um, so I think taste, I, I think I'm going to agree. I can go with Tom on the 7.5. That's fair. So that you can like, respect that's what it is. I think that's really important to kind of remember in this. What yeah. do you guys think of a likely recommend and recommendation or John, did you give your score yet? Hell yeah. I went, I went seven. Like, I think it's good. Okay. I, I think it's definitely like a very difficult one for, you know, average non IPA folk to yeah. kind of approach. Like the other one was just like, anyone could really drink this really approachable drink. Um, good flavors, very smooth finish. This one's quite strong, really, really hoppy. Um, this is sort of getting into like when people talk about like, you know, the typical stereotypical IPAs, like, I feel like this is definitely falling more into that camp. I dig yep. it, but it's not for everyone. Certainly. 
definitely. Like we would recommend. What are you guys giving it? Uh, so, John, would you give it for the likely uh, to recommend? Seven. Okay. Seven. I agree pretty much a thousand percent with what you said. And it is very unique. And, like, you have to be in that realm. Like, you have to know what an IPA or, like, what a bitter IPA tastes like. And, like, like when I feel like when craft brewing was just starting to, like, expand, at least in Ontario, I know, I think, like, the States were, like, a little bit ahead, but I, like, I wasn't going to the States for craft brewing experiences uh so i remember trying this and being like i don't know if craft beer is for me uh and i (laughs) kind of still i appreciate what it is but i still feel like it's a very unique flavor i could not recommend this to everyone Mm -hmm. i don't even know if i'd have it again or i I would but it'd be like oh yeah i haven't had it in a while let's try it i am in the mood for something a little bit bitter or like maybe you're having food that would pair better with like a bitter ipa kind of thing um I think seven and a half for me for uh, for likely to recommend or have again. Understandable. I'm giving this a six and a half for Ooh. recommendation. Ooh, spicy. Yeah, I think it comes yeah. a little under. Yeah, spicy. Shots fired. ETP <laughs> <laughs> social media is going to go all, all over uh, this. I'm just saying, you had a great thing before with the yummy. I just think that this might be a little hard to kind of persuade people to have. Like, It's not bad. But yeah. I think that you're going to need a different kind of aromatherapy after. Wayo. How about uh, any Unintended. mods? Guess what, John? I'm going to give it the fucking mod. Nice. I Are would actually. actually give I'm going to give it a mod because I think it is a very particular yeah. beer. And again, if if you were like, I didn't give obviously give it the greatest score for like a re- likely to recommend. But if you said I'm into like bitter IPAs, uh, I would recommend this in a heartbeat. And I think it would, I think the person would, would enjoy it. So I think it deserves a modifier for just being again, like good at what it's trying to do. Yeah, that's fair. Actually, you know what? I'm, I was thinking I might give this one a mod because it's such an iconic beer. Kind oh, of like damn it, IPAs. John. <laughs> I, I, you know what? I think you guys have, have sold me on it. I'm going to. I didn't want to upsell anyone. I thought <laughs> I was like, okay, I'm going to be the only one to do this. I swear to God, if this makes it. Look win, what you've done. My table. Yeah. Look what, I hope you can sit in the corner and think about what you've done. Should note, uh, social media wise, uh, this one has a 3.95 on Untapped and it's 4.13, which is a 92 outstanding on Beer Advocate. People love the shit out of beer. 3.95 on Untapped? That's insane. This is like probably the highest like rated beer. Utterly good gets fucking rated super high. It's the thing. This thing is so untapped. Is like pretty ruthless. Yeah, this yeah. is pretty highly rated. It, it, it's like one thing that they like. They're like tens, tens. This is the best beer I've ever had in my life. I didn't check this shit into my eyelid if I could. <laughs> Wait, what? What was the uh, yummy uh, score on Untapped? Oh, it was like nine point. Sorry, three point uh, nine two. So a little bit below. Okay, but still like three point nine. Like they're in the same. Yeah, realm. they're pretty. Both scores were pretty close. Like this one is just a hair above, and uh, IPA stands really seem to love the shit out of this I beer. I disagree with that. Yeah, and I'm just I'm not feeling it as much, but maybe it's just they're into the hops and the complex. If, if you like a bitter IPA, I can see people totally being into this. Yeah, it's just not my personal jam, yeah, but I can same. like I can yeah. respect it if there's a lot of you know bitter IPA folks out there then. Yeah, good. You know, fill your all bits. The power to him. Yeah, all the power to him. 
Also, uh, yeah. like bitter IPA folks kind of has a little, you know, double entendre yeah. there. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like uh, bitter yeah. and fruity IPA people always like have some sort of disagreement or yeah, they're like mortal enemies. controversy. Yeah. Yeah. Long lasting world. Mosaic hops add a really good flavor. <laughs> <laughs> and then someone's like, I just like a coast. And you're like, get out. Get out. Get out. Uh, and folks, we have a winner. So Junior Analytics is in. I, I'm at this at this point, am I still junior analytics? I've been doing so many <laughs> yeah, analytics. Well, no, because you're an intern. You I'm graduated into, to junior. I'm in not gonna make now. partner yet, John. Analytics, clean cut. I gave it an 8.2, Tom gave it a 7.8, and Dan gave it a 9.5, which gives that Holy one Holy fuck. An 8.5. Ah, <laughs> uh, wow, great score. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I it was a pretty retroactively, I'm like, yeah, that was a really great beer. Like, I, I mean, that wasn't as high in the aromatherapy. I was like, man, that beer's quite good. Um, yummy. I gave it a 9.5, Tom gave it an 8.6, and Dan also gave it an 8.6, which gives that Ooh. one 8.9. Good score, Tom. Aromatherapy. Nice. I gave it an 8.5. Tom gave it a 7.3. Dan gave it an 8 on the dot, and that gives us a 7.9 for aromatherapy, which means Yummy is the winner. Clean cut Fuck just yeah. a hair below, and aromatherapy, a good peg below. I think some people would probably be surprised that we were so low on aromatherapy, but I don't know. I just thought the Yummy was just so cool, yummy? interesting, unique, huh, just so approachable. It, it was so good. It was just a really great beer. Man, good, yeah, good beers today. Uh... I, so it's funny, John, when you first mentioned like, oh, we're doing like these three beers and yummy. And I'm like, I've never seen this in the LCBO. And then since then, I've seen it like every time I've gone in and I'm definitely picking this beer up. <laughs> yeah, man, that was a nice surprise. Um, yeah, all the beers and today the were quite DLC good. Ran. Yeah, these are all quite good. But I'm yeah, I'm very partial to that yummy. And uh, yeah, really, really great selection. Uh, check out Beyond the Pale. Their website is uh btpshop.ca so if you're in ontario i believe you can kind of order this and ship them pretty much wherever i, I mean maybe check just to double check but uh you can also course, find the them but you can also find them pretty widely available uh in ottawa as well too and uh yeah these are great uh great selection and uh again a brewery that i'm a, i've been a long time fan of like i've been living in my neighborhood for a while i've been like going to them for years and uh you know they always they have a nice space in my heart same with like tooth and nail they're gonna come up at some point too so um i'm quite partial to those guys so uh yeah overall quite good um yeah i'm still got like quite a little bit of this aromatherapy to drink i'm gonna have to finish up my laundry and uh have a couple of sips i think throwing out the wall (laughs) how about anything you guys want to plug or mention uh before we uh wrap things up do you know when uh, the oh, show or this episode will be releasing, John? Uh, probably. Let me check this. Well, actually, I won't check the schedule. It's going to release April in April for May. sure. Oh, okay. Because like I know you guys. Uh, you guys pushed me to like pump the band a lot and stuff oh, yeah, last time, it. and which I absolutely didn't do um, that much because you know we love our self-deprecation. But uh, <laughs> we actually do uh, with like you know restrict. Like we've had. We were supposed to play in January and then, uh, you know, lockdowns and whatnot got extended to, I think, to April and then other lockdowns and whatever got extended again. Um, so we actually have a show booked uh, June 4th at Irene's nice. uh, Ooh, in Ottawa nice. on, on Bank Street. So if you're if, you know, this episode comes out in time and, and you want to come check out some sweet, uh, sweet music, check out uh, Loon Choir 
at Irene's on June 4th. Sweet. Nice. I have a Mark wedding that, that day, sadly. Well, that, you, oh, you're, you're, you're probably also wedding, not in yeah. Ottawa at that point. No, I am in Ottawa. Yeah, you're oh, in really? for the but wedding. Yeah. That's the, oh, yeah, okay. but I have my buddy's sister's wedding. Oh, yeah, what, a, what a coincidence. I just looked at my calendar. And I was like, as fucking yeah. <laughs> Wait, well, so uh, is that, uh, I, I was assuming you were going to be in town around like uh, August, um, but are no, you are you in for a few days? In, yeah, I'm, at, in I'm coming May 28th. For a while? Staying to, yeah, if I'm staying from May 28th to June 5th. Nice. Oh, okay. Yeah, cool. that's my plan. Sweet. Yeah, so we'll definitely... Uh, also, yeah, we'll definitely... Damn, we're going to get fucking drunk. Yeah. <laughs> Good. <laughs> but anyhow, Good. check out Loon Choir on all your streaming services, but also buy a CD if you can. I know like, it sounds like a struggle to support like local music artists, and I know fucking Apple and Spotify don't give fucking jack shit to them. So Not please really. try to support your music. <laughs> exactly. Trust me, my cousin knows about that as well. Yeah. Also, check wild. out the Sea Truck Movie Podcast. You can find it yeah. on all platforms. You can see John on there as well. Definitely. Yeah. We just did another episode on Starman. Okay. Oh, oh, nice. St- star. Man. As I was just said to Max Pine, so I don't drink and drive. Always know your limit. Always drink responsibly and don't draw any kind of head reach. You can find this podcast on every Thursday at 5 p.m. Eastern Time. One podcast platform. Find us on Instagram at Domestic Pines only and Twitter. And you do stay classy now. Great chat with you all. We'll see you all again soon. Take care, everyone. Bye bye. 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 Thanks for listening to our episode of Domestic Pines Only. Um, our intro and outro song is by Daisy May. The song is titled Drink Beer Till the Day That I Die. You can find them at www.daisymay.com. Our artwork is by Natalie Rive. Um, you can find her artwork on Instagram at Natalie Rive Artist or on our website www.natalierive.com. That's R I V E T. And you can also find us on social media. Uh, our, our Twitter account is at Domestic Pines and our Instagram and TikTok is at Domestic Pines Only. And of course, our email is domesticpintsonly at gmail.com. Thanks so much for listening. We'll see you next week.